Hello, everyone. It's Ryan Stevens with Let's Do New Media, and I'm here at the studio with some amazing folks that I really just want to thank, first and foremost, for all the work that they do and all the things that they've done for the city of San Diego, um, especially with the dog rescue and animal rescue. Um, so let me start off by introducing Michelle with the San Diego Humane Society, Lauren with the Animal Pad, who is here, Babiche with um, Scratch My Belly. I think that's like the best name. Babesh. Babesh. Did I mess it up already? Okay. <laughs> I messed it up. I'm I sorry. Oh, it's okay. No, it's all good. This way to, what way makes to it kick real. us off, Ryan. <laughs> there we go. Luckily, I have an editing team that can edit anything. No, so. I think this should stay. I think it should stay. It has but to. forgive me. I've been called worse. So. It's okay. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Well, let, let me start off by um, obviously talking about some of the uh, most important topics that um, I think people need to know and people need to kind of, you know, uh, because again, for somebody like me who doesn't know anything really besides my mom and what she does at the animal pad all the time, but um, all the as, time. Oh yeah, all the time, <laughs> but really like just as somebody that doesn't own any pets, I'm, I'm yet, yet, and uh, who loves animals, but just, uh, has, hasn't you know acquired any or I shouldn't even say acquired but uh, but definitely I want to talk about like the adoption process and just the rescue process and what I think people should know about that and so I would love to get all, all of your guys's uh personal statements on this so let's start with uh Michelle do you want to start it off sure all right sure so I'm here just kind of representing San Diego Humane Society, and that's where I started. Mm -hmm. um, I started fostering um, kittens when they were really in need of um, kitten help. So mm -hmm. started as a foster with them, kind of graduated to dogs, um, puppies, and then eventually to pregnant moms. And that's kind of where I've landed from there is the pregnant mamas and the puppies and the neonates. Um, and then kind of branched off from there to, I think it was the animal pad was the next one that I kind of went to and fostered with. Um, and now, um, and then scratch my belly probably from there. And then just wanted to kind of help out all over wherever there was need. Um, and so I do float around. Um, mostly I am at, um, Humane Society with fostering with, uh, adoptions ambassador and then doing some events with them. Um, but I love to help out. Um, I think it was last month I had um, a litter with Humane Society, a litter with the Animal Pad, and a litter with Scratch My Valley. <laughs> That's so awesome. I don't know how you guys do all the stuff you guys do. I honestly, I'm mind boggled by it. But thank you. I don't know you. how she does it. Uh, yeah, she I don't is, know how you guys do it. She is superwoman She's to me. Yeah. So much. On top of the other animals you have, like we haven't even gotten into the other animals. She's gonna well, just scratching the surface. Yeah, there we go. So let's go on to scratch my belly then on that uh, note. Um, so, Babesh. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Wow. Got it. Got it on the second take, round. Take 42. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, so I started with scratch my belly a couple of years ago, and I um, right now I'm focused on neonates, mamas who are pregnant, and then orphan puppies. Um, because I learned uh, during the process of how to tube feed and bottle feed. And um, I have a dog. He's a male dog who literally plays mama. Mm -hmm. And so he, sweet. if they're orphans, he'll clean them to go potty. Like, 
it, it was just he was a very anxious dog and he just it just came naturally so he's my helper oh and that's so what we nice. do that's <laughs> so nice that's awesome so. i love that yeah. archie love that too. yeah it's so archie archie oh my god good boy he's a mess of a dog but not when there's puppies in the house that's so funny my um I was just talking about earlier today when my mom and I bottle fed a litter of five. This was the first time we had ever done this. And their male dog did the same thing. And so we bottle fed because their mom was, she had to get a C-section and she needed to be separated from them. She did survive. It was all good news. But he did the same thing. He like just instinctually knew that they needed to be stimulated. It was the weirdest thing. And it kind of grossed me out, um, to be honest, because I was like, <laughs> why do you know this? But honestly, no, it was it was beautiful. So it helps so, so much. sweet. I, I love that. Yeah. And then they get that like nurturing, you know, mothering thing that they don't get from humans. So exactly. No, it's yeah. amazing. It's incredible. That's so sweet. I, know I, I love, love that. <laughs> so. oh. Again, things I can't relate with, yeah. but I think it's very cute and Somewhat probably disgusting in its own way, with all due respect. <laughs> obviously, and hearing a lot it of through. things about dogs yeah. and animals are disgusting. Yeah. Very true. But, but, but they're cute at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally worth it. So, uh, Lauren, uh, with the animal pad, obviously, yeah, a lot. I, I I know the animal pad more than anything because of my mother yes. and uh, her um, her commitment to you guys. Her obsession. Her obsession. Her, her life. Her life. Her life. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's amazing. Um, yeah, I started with the animal pad. It's been about six years now. Um, and I was a volunteer. I started as a foster. I was just like going through something in my life that I just wanted to make tangible change and help a dog. And it, it spiraled, man, because <laughs> now this is yeah absolutely my life. And I know it's my, you know, what I was meant to do. And I, uh, Worked my way up just through positions to now be the executive director, which is a new position for us. So it's been a lot of um, it's it's been a lot of adjustment all around, but in very good ways. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we have rapidly grown really through COVID times, and it's been stressful and amazing and all of the things. But the amount of dogs we've been able to save has multiplied in ways that we would have never imagined, which again has been stressful and amazing and all the things but uh yeah we're we're doing we're doing good things as are you know everybody at this table I'm yeah. super excited to be here and just grateful to be here too but yeah the dogs that I kind of special in or specialize in are the ones that um other fosters might be intimidated by yeah. so um most of the dogs that are at my house I didn't say yeah I'm gonna foster that dog it something <laughs> happened um I ended up taking them and then now they're with me uh but they have, you know, I mean, it's so funny. I have a motley crew of like, this one's a distemper survivor and it's just bobbing her head and comes running at you. And she's the friendliest dog you've ever seen, but she looks so intimidating. She's, <laughs> you're like, what is wrong with that dog? And then I've got um, one that I actually own who I adopted because I fostered him and he's like a one person dog. And I was like, nobody's going to love this dog the way that I do. Yeah. And he's not going to love anyone the way he loves me. So, and that's all probably not true, but in my mind, it's the truest. <laughs> so, but he was burnt. He was from the streets of TJ and had like acid burns. So he's got missing hair all over his body. He looks a wreck. Um, I've got one that's a puppy that's got, um, a blood vessel disease, Yes, where she's just pretty hairless and, like, she bumps into something and starts bleeding. So most of these dogs I have, I think, are going to be with me for the duration of their lifetime. Uh, but then I've got two who 
had need like partial back leg amputations. And so their mobility is weird. They're going to be fine. But yeah, like just imagine if you can imagine like the most melting pot, weird crew of dogs, like running toward you. If, as you enter my yard, like that's what <laughs> it is. It's hysterical. I, I call them the in, incontinental Inn because the two of them are incontinent. And it's like, I just don't even know. Can where I the mess is coming jump from? In and yeah. say, if anyone has ever read Lauren's um, either Instagram or any kind of social media, mm -hmm. you get hooked. She can <laughs> rip your heart out mm -hmm. and has pulled me in on more than a hundred occasions where it's like, oh, <laughs> that, that means a lot to me I, because it's honestly so much of what we do in rescue. I feel like you have to relive it again and again and again through social media because mm -hmm. people we need donations i mean being mm -hmm. donation based people aren't going to donate they're not going to care they're not going to even see the work you're doing if you're not out there sharing it mm -hmm. so we have to share it and by sharing it it does feel like i'm reliving the same things over oh. and over again which sometimes are amazing things sometimes mm -hmm. they're things i want to relive over and over again and i'm excited to put out there and um, sometimes it's stuff I don't ever want to think about again that, you know, we have to talk about tragedy and heartbreak and things like that. So that means a lot to me when people say that, because it is, it's something I wish I didn't have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wish that the money would continue to come in and I wish that people would want to support and feel the need to support because mm -hmm. you know, what all of our orgs are doing is very needed, mm -hmm. but sadly that's not the case. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, I have a chihuahua. He's four pounds. Do you want him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can find someone for uh, me specifically. Been, me we've specifically. Been, we've been trying. <laughs> there is no way anyone's going to adopt that little brat. Aww. He's bratty. <laughs> He's bratty. I yeah. have a I have a really bratty one at my house right now yeah. too, and he has an adoption meet and greet this week. So, I, I I mean I don't know. I'm trying. I don't it. know <laughs> what. Let's talk about him honestly okay. because we do have some quirky people who you know. Outside of myself, <laughs> who are interested in quirky dogs, so for sure, <laughs> I love Aww. that. Well, I I really um think that's really cute. The like, I, yeah, because I've seen it's weird how we in society, if we don't see it and if we don't believe it, it even goes on. I've had some incredible interviews with people, and I hear the stories of human trafficking and all these different things, and I just because I don't see it. So right. we don't talk about it. So it just goes to the waistline. Yeah. And so As if it people, doesn't, uh, yeah. So many people want to say, oh, I can't talk about that. Oh, yeah, I can't always. think about it. And always. And that's with, I think, anything hard. And it's like, nope, yeah. you've got to. But well, I yeah, at least, you know, sorry, go ahead. No, like the stories that we hear in Mexico, it yeah. keeps us up at night. Yeah, yeah. totally. Like we yeah. hear stuff where people are dragging their dogs by their trucks. And we yeah. hear, we hear throwing them in rivers and severe, throwing crazy pregnant mama the off the roof. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like stuff like that. And it is really like, I feel like I, I feel really wounded by it. Like yeah. it really affects me. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. And especially because of what you guys are doing and knowing that that dog could have possibly been in with you guys in the United States safe being with a family, like knowing that that yeah, how is reachable because yeah. you guys have achieved what, you know, is usually not happened for, you know, however long, you know, so it's just, it's definitely something for, it's eye opening. It's, um, you know, so moving. Um, obviously I've been inspired by my mom and, uh, seeing what she's done and obviously what the animal pad has done, you know, obviously this San Diego Humane Society as well. 
as uh, you know, um, your organization as well, Scratch My Belly. I think it's incredible just watching it. And then that's actually a part of what I love about this podcast and why I kind of wanted to start the media company is because of the exposure that we're able to do. We're able to be a voice for those who have no voice. And um, because this could go across the nation in less than 24 hours. And it's just amazing. And uh, this was actually kind of off topic, but uh, my friend posted a, um, a video of a dog getting tasered by an officer. Oh, I and, saw that. Yeah, and it was so sad. And it, I actually called the, the police. Because, you know, unfortunately, I just you would usually go by and just let feeds kind of just, you know, gang, 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 you know just whatever, <laughs> stay in contact. But when I saw that, I was like, really compelled because of I know my 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 awareness and my growth of around being pe- you know, around people that love dogs and how many people that video impact like I, it, I I knew people that didn't even go out that night and that out that whole weekend just because of that video and knowing that there's you know obviously again I what I would love to do as much as possible for my own self with with you guys is you know figure out how to maximize exposures and, um, you know, obviously with any laws or politics, you know, involving, you know, limits on certain things um, would be a great, you know, thing to collaborate on. But definitely want to also talk about the adoption prices because <laughs> to pivot into that, <laughs> I know some people, it's funny, I met a lady the other day downtown and she was going, yeah, you know, I said, cute dog. She's like, yeah, well, they're like 4000 bucks a piece. And I was like, oh, damn, cool. So you make pretty good money. That's cool. But I didn't know, like, why she kind of brought up the price because I didn't, like, so I, I don't know. Like but is there, is there, it's like, it's like is there like a status. social status thing? Like, because, like, it's funny be. because then I, then I hear, you know, people complain about adoption prices, but they would rather pay for a dog to fly around. Yes. From Europe. Yeah, because, because they know who the mom and dad were, and yeah. they know the That's bloodline. Yeah, it's like, bloodline. okay, come on. You know? <laughs> right. To me, it's just the dumb. I mean, to all of us here, I know it's so the dumbest I, thing I do ever. have to say, though, like, I used to hate breeders. I was very anti-breeders. Mm-hmm. But they have literally saved me so many times with dogs who had issues, and the vets couldn't figure out what it was. And immediately, I would send a picture. I know what this is. This is what you need to do. This is what, like, everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think a good breeder, I don't know, I'm kind of partial. Conflicted, yeah. Yes, very yeah, yeah, conflicted. Yeah. Bad breeders who are trying to make money and they don't care if the dog is healthy or sick, that makes mm-hmm. it very difficult. Um, right. Yeah, I, it's it's so hard because I'm just, like, of the mindset of, like, there are so many dogs dying each day unnecessarily that don't need to. Mm-hmm. Do we need to be bringing more dogs into the world? No. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be my hard take always. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, and most of the breeders that I've encountered have been, we're picking up their messes, which is different from what you're saying, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're cleaning up messes and taking in dogs that they have that are severely handicapped or very sick or, you know, cause they weren't doing the right things that they should have been. Um, but yeah, I mean to go on to the adoptions, the prices, yeah. um, it, it's a donation. It's, it's a fee, you know, um, it's, we're not selling dogs. And I think that's super important to know. Um, our rescue this year calculated how much money we spent on the average dog we brought in. And we spent over $3,500 on average on wow. the dog we the dog we brought in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
yes, there are some that brought that we brought in that were perfectly healthy. We did your standard spay and neuter. Um, we did, you know, vaccines. We did microchip. We did deworming. We did, you know, blood work, all this kinds of things. Um, that's still going to cost $500 minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of adoption fees for our dogs are not even $500. Um, some of them are lower because we understand that not everybody can afford to pay that. Um, but there are alternatives and like options you could go with. And we do get com- compared to the Humane Society a lot. And I sure. know Michelle will speak to this, but like, yeah, we get compared as a, you know, small scale independent rescue without any kind of government support or help mm-hmm. um, as why our adoption fees are higher than a humane society. And it's mm-hmm. like, there's absolutely reasons that that needs to be. Um, but at the same time, when our we kind of specialize in these dogs that nobody else wants to take in, yep. um, yeah, they cost us $3,500 pretty much on average. So when you look at a dog coming through the rescue, our fees are not $3,500. You're not paying for your dog's you know, complete uh, FHO, hip replacement, everything that's going on. You're not paying for any of this. You're paying us a fee that's not even breaking us even. It's still Mm -hmm. keeping us in the red. Um, So that's what you're paying for. And you're paying for other dogs to also get the care they need. And if you have a problem paying for a fee, if if your dog costs us $500 and your adoption fee is $600, if you have a problem paying us an additional $100, (laughs) to go on to support one of those dogs that cost us $3,500, then that's not really the kind of adopter we're looking for either. And there are options for you and the Humane Society might be a better option for you. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's kind of just my take on it. It's perfectly mm-hmm. worded. Yeah. Truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Perfect. that, Lauren. Mm-hmm. No, because it's, it's been interesting to hear just conversations um, about that because I've, I've had people ask me, you know, just because they know how involved my mom is and, right. oh, that place is expensive as if it's a shop. It's like, uh, right. no, it's not a, you know, it's well, not like I a grocery can, store. We're not comparing yeah, prices I can, here. I can speak to this straight on as, yeah. as uh, a foster of humane society, which um, they have phenomenal fees, which is, which is great. I mean, to adopt a puppy is $200 and includes all that too. And then that's their highest fee. Um, so I can, I can say that is, and they get an, a tremendous amount of funding. Um, and I will also say that if you can find a puppy, you know, it's it's not that easy to be able to find a puppy when you're looking for a puppy at that time mm-hmm. and the type that you're looking for. So what I tell people is that, you know, there's these other amazing rescues. And I can I can speak in the, to both the animal pad and scratch my belly I had two moms from both these rescues that had emergency C-sections and it was a tremendous amount of money to cover Mm. these C-sections and the care that they were given was amazing. And I had a humane society dog that had a natural birth and it was great. And who's going to cover these costs? Yeah. Right. So it's, and it sounds like, and again, maybe I'm dumber than the average individual, but I didn't know San Diego humane society, obviously it's governmental government funded. There's a lot of funding. funding that comes in. Okay. See, I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, but oh, I well, just, no, these are this general it's, things. It's that amazing people... that the Humane Society, I mean, exists oh, for so many yeah. reasons, but it's amazing that the Humane Society exists and is able to support fees like that. Mm-hmm. If we could support fees like that and exist as a rescue, we would. Mm-hmm. 
We're not making money off any of these dogs. I know you're the same. same. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're, we're not making money. We're on the red always. We're not making yeah. money on any of these dogs. We are not um, profiting at all. Yeah. Um, if we could lower our fees, cut them in half, and mm-hmm. still stay where we are, not even be in the green, stay where we are, we gladly would because we want to open or open up more opportunity for people to own pets. But at the same time, I also, you know, another argument to this is animals also cost money. And if you, yeah, and emergency things that happen all the time. And if you're worried about not being able to get that care for the dog, or if you're worried about an adoption fee, it does come into question a little bit. Are you going to be able to get that care for the dog when they need it? Um, you know, and there are people that would do anything to make sure that their dog's well. And those are the kind of people that we obviously are striving to adopt to. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, yeah, an adoption fee to support the rescue that brought your dog back to life is not something that we're looking to, you know, negotiate on or like argue about. It's like, this is just the way that it has to be for us to continue. So yeah. And because it is, uh, there is steps to it. There is a process that I, th- I think a lot of people in life don't see because they're not doing it. Right. They just see a cute little dog. Go, I want it. It's cute, and you know they get emotionally attached. As I think well. it's it's also important to to say that um, Humane Society also tries to support the other rescues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they well. totally do. They have yeah. a pantry oh. where you know mm-hmm. whenever we go down to Mexico um, and need additional food. They're the first ones to say, yeah, come to the pantry and, and get supplies and get food, get everything. The Humane Society totally does support us in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Like, that's exactly. that's what they're there for. Right. Like, they're that's part of what they do. That's why we were just there the other right. day. Right. Picking up food. Well, yeah, because you probably need, I would think, a real hard, you know, really good foundation. Especially it sounds like because there's a lot of um, government funding. You know, it's nice to have that foundation to branch off and. Make sure that, you know, it's like the sheriff department. If, if other police departments need help, they'll send the sheriff department. That's a really good way to look at it, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, no, I, I think it's awesome. And so just to touch up on the process of how you guys are, um, you know, able to uh, the function behind it, obviously, is the, the, obviously people can follow each and every one of you and watch the story, which I love watching the stories of these these animals and seeing the transformations. It's honestly, some of them, I'm like, how did that happen? Like, how did this dog survive? I'm what, always like, uh, how did that happen? Because yeah, it's no, the will yeah. of the dog, man. Oh, yeah. like, there's only so much medicine does. Yeah. It is the it dog. Is will. Yeah, if you, if you need motivation in your life right now to anybody listening, you can just go to the animal, go to these rescues and watch what these yeah. animals are doing. It's incredible. And you learn so, so much from them. Oh, yeah. Totally. That, that desire to live and survive and that desire just to be in yeah. the moment, right now. Yeah. And I'm always like, my problems aren't so bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you, you don't even have legs. You're cool. <laughs> yeah. You still want to be here, yeah. so I do yeah. too, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been really cool to see even, you know, again, with not to go talk about my mom this whole time, but <laughs> definitely just to see the change and the, the gratitude and, and the love for life because, you know, we have it so good here. Mm-hmm. We live in one of the top, cities in the country you know maybe not the cheapest uh, city in the country (laughs) but definitely one of the most beautiful and and again uh i think just being able to see what's going on being able to see the the before and after 
just almost every every day for each every single one of you. Just seeing the miracles probably mm-hmm. every yeah. single day is probably very motivational. So. And there's a lot that goes into the whole process of finding a dog in Mexico, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. getting a blood test, getting the DX4 mm-hmm. or 40X, <laughs> and um, to see if they have tick-borne diseases, mm-hmm. to see if you know they have distemper, parvo, then mm-hmm. you have to retest and you have to quarantine. And you have to medicate if they have a tick-borne disease. That's mm-hmm. 45 days. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, and it's a long process. And then we have to pay for boarding. Oh, 100%. Us. No, the, yep. the expense, I couldn't imagine what the bills are over there. Well, it's like, And that's another part <laughs> that ties back into adoption yeah. fee. Like the yeah. dogs that we rescue, the dogs you rescue are not dogs that we can turn and burn. They're not dogs yeah. that like we pull them off the streets and, oh, two days later, adoptable. No. Like, yeah. no. Um, we have dogs in foster homes for a minimum of two weeks so we can like find out more about them to mm-hmm. make sure we're placing them with the proper family. Mm-hmm. But also before they are even ready for foster, so much happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they look like hell. They are not well. Um, they're, yeah, they're not dogs that we can just say slap an adopt me bandana on and, mm-hmm. you know, cruise the street and somebody's going to say, I want that dog. Um, some of the reason that I have so many dogs in my house, mm-hmm. um, some of them are with me for six months. Like some of right. them need staggered surgeries. Yep. And yeah, these are things but that not only are we paying for medical care, but we're paying for everything for that dog yeah. for the duration of that, oh, period. that whole period. So we're paying yeah. for food. We're paying for Pads. routine care. Yeah. We're paying for every bed that they shred yeah. mm-hmm. and every everything that they do, you know? I mean, honestly. But I, I bet know. a lot of it comes out of your pocket too. Yes, like well, yeah. very much so. And I don't like to use the rescues resources when I don't Same. have to because mm-hmm. we have so many other people that need them. Mm-hmm. So all the time, I yeah, we just joke around about how... Um, I've all I've, my whole paycheck. It's just like here you go. There, yeah. We should just sign it. <laughs> but like that's how I would want it to be. That's how yeah. I want it to be. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Like, and we offer foster supplies and the fosters. And I mean, we don't ever expect them to to not take them ever. Like take them, but return. You them. have ne- yeah. Like it's like we have we have clutch fosters who just know like I'm going to take this on and do this, and it's not expected, but like holy crap is it appreciated because it's like oh my gosh it's it can be a lot you know keeping one litter of puppies it's the hardest nourished is so expensive well yeah and you guys just had that huge rescue where you were just on the news and and like that is a that's like a project in itself yeah i mean honestly like that was just a huge and that was not an expected thing like no one can get can like prepare for that. That no. just like happened. But yeah. that was like um, military style. Almost. It was, it was yeah. crazy. like, and you have to get how many volunteers had to be there? Probably 20 at least or 10. Like I think just to make, to remove all the dogs from the situation, we have like probably 15 people. Yeah. I was going to say um, that's a, especially, yeah. but it was a lot of coordination. And like you were talking about boarding in Mexico, you can't cross 111 dogs at once. So it was like, who takes priority here? Who's pregnant? Who's sick? Who can come? Um, who could, wait down in Mexico yep. in like this safe place where we're going to be again, paying pension mm-hmm. for somebody to take care of them down there. And so just like priorities of how are we going to do this? Um, which like all of our worlds were put on hold. Oh yeah. So now all of these things we like had, I had like new year's, like new year, new like yeah. protocols. <laughs> like I'm going to, you know, yeah. 
yeah, fat yeah, chance. Solutions. Yeah, like <laughs> all of my all of my resolutions <laughs> went out the window. Yeah. I actually, this is so funny. I think you guys will probably laugh. Um, I bought a course on compassion fatigue that is specific <laughs> for shelter um, rescue Amazing. workers. It's a woman based out of LA. It's all virtual, but I've heard, I read, I did a lot of research on this. I read and I did a lot of um, diving into like, okay, I wanted to do something for the for our team. Like how can we, and this was before the doodle rescue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all overwhelmed and burnt yeah. out. So yeah. let's just go rescue them. No. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought this course and it, it has like 10, um, 10 memberships to it. So I was able to disperse it throughout our directors. And I had this whole chat going where I was like, on the first, I am starting my first day of this course. And then every week I want us to all come together in this chat and talk about what we learned through the week and like how we can use it and how we can motivate and boost morale for the rest of our teams. And I just had like this huge plan of like, this is me like self-helping myself and others. And like, this is, and then the, that rescue yeah. happened. And it's <laughs> like, like, oh, oh my God. So like, I haven't looked at it. I haven't looked at it and it's fine. It it, it, it doesn't expire for a year. So yeah. I got this. Oh, there we go. Um, but it's just funny. December it's like 31st. Finding something, I, yeah, yeah, right. Something I know we don't have on our list of things to talk about is like prioritizing ourselves mm-hmm. as well in this oh, becomes yeah. so hard. And something that um, everyone, you know, I lose myself a lot in this work. Mm-hmm. It's super easy to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like this is the thing that makes me happy. So yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes I just tell everyone to shut up and mm-hmm. like stay, mind their business. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to deal no, with it. Yeah. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Um, but I do appreciate people checking me too, because sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, no, you don't need to bring that dog home. Does that dog really need you? Or is that dog going to find a foster in two seconds? And I'm like, you're right. I just... I just held this dog for two seconds and got connected. So I thought maybe she could come home tonight. Okay. You're right. You know? So yeah, it's the rest of the team kind of checks me and, um, but mental health is like not sometimes good in this line of work. A lot. It's a lot of the time. Not good. Oh, well, yeah. Well, because there's so (laughs) much going on, obviously in today's world, it's already so stressful financially what's going on you know i can you know obviously i'm not going to go into the economic (laughs) world portion of it but it's already so stressful to survive in this very expensive city that we're living in right that's only getting seems like more expensive so being able to donate so much time um and you know being able to really um you know balance the two you know um right we need a course in um how do you not fall in love with them? I know. Why don't we start a podcast? Totally. Why, don't, why don't we start a podcast of the, ba- yeah. the, 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 the pause and balance or something? We can always, yeah, the, you know, like, yeah. Boundaries I was of falling in love. Yeah. Well, yeah. seriously, because even with my mom, you know, I would, you know, have to, you know, kind of, you know, we shoot, you know, Reel her back in. Yeah. Because, you know, we got the bathroom, we got the kitchen. It's like dogs are everywhere. Well, wait, and here's, here's a question. Are you, are you single? Yes. See, aren't you single? Same. So yeah. is it interesting that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not. <laughs> so I'm dating, and this guy literally just asked me. He's like, what void are you trying to fill? I'm oh. like, uh, hold on a second. You're like, um, well, we're never. Okay, that's, we're a, never. that's a real quick way to be like, toodles. <laughs> he, he got super lucky because he came around. But I was like, seriously, like my animals mean more to me. And yes, I deal with dogs who have been returned five times. Yeah. I deal with dogs who are sick. I deal with dogs who are maybe not attractive to most people. Right. Um, so don't tell me 
what void am I filling? Yeah. Like, we fill each other's voids. Yeah, well, yeah, totally. well because, you know, totally. giving in life is probably one of the greatest joys of existence, you know, I think. Uh, you know, feeling that uh, Denzel Washington, I think, said it. I'm going to paraphrase him, but he said it probably best, you know. Uh, you know, he said, you know, essentially, you know, giving is my own selfish thing. I just love, he loves to give, and, and that's, that's you know, and he goes, I'm selfish for it, but I love to give. That's just, been, but it's it's not out of selfishness, and it's not from a mindset of like, oh, I'm so selfish, I just got to give everything, but it's it's really just. It makes him feel good. It makes him feel, feel, feel because mm. you guys know that if you three weren't doing all the work, like, it's just, it's been incredible to see all the work that you guys have been able to do, and just. Again, it's it's been really moving. Like I want you to know that it's been really moving, and it's been something that um, it's been especially moving to me to see it on a personal level. So I just want to thank you all for coming here and talking about it. But I'll let you guys go back to that. I mean, Ryan, do you guys even leave the house? The when I leave the house, I'm at our at facility. Yeah, yeah. That's he my mom. Sees, my mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His mom's the neighbor. So. She's literally yeah. She could like almost like she. Probably can't throw that far, but you know she could possibly throw a rock at the place. So, so she's fun, always yeah. over there, and yeah. it's it's We're amazing. Lucky. Yeah, <laughs> We're no, lucky. yeah. But just to go on to obviously from the pricing to the you know who do we call like so obviously I had an incident where a a dog kind of was out and you know there was some uh, issues going on. Obviously, who do we call? Who's the best person to call? And I know I'm going down to the most basic questions here, but I do want my viewers who have as uh, as much of a lack of knowledge as me, um, you know, kind of get these answers, you know. So I might say something that okay, go ahead. might be a little offensive. Okay. I get scared when the Humane Society gets cold. Okay. I'm not sure what happens to a dog who bites. A dog? What if they buy a dog, not a human? I'm just kind of curious. I think I that's know. just as bad. Okay, it's just okay. So they're going to, first thing that's going to happen is they're going to check for a microchip. Okay. So, um, you know, and then if if um, there's information on the microchip, they're going to be returned to their, okay. to their owner. Gotcha. And if there's no microchip, there's a seven-day hold. And okay. so people should check. Like a straight hold, yeah, kind of thing. yeah, it's okay. seven day straight hold. And if they lose it, because I've already had to save like five dogs from being on the street. I don't know what it is. You're I'm starting now. I'm starting to become like you my mom. Mother's child. Yeah, there we go. I know. <laughs> now they're coming it. to me. I'm just like minding they, my own business. Honestly, and I, I will three dogs say, dogs fully seek out. Oh. Our volunteers <laughs> are constantly <laughs> driving and then posting in our general chat. Oh my yeah. god, you're never gonna believe what happened. It's like this does not happen no. to yeah. everybody the way it happens to us. We you're say this all the time. With joke around. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's exactly. like a gift of gab. Now. And I mean, from from <laughs> the kind of rescuing that we do in Mexico. I cannot drive down the street without my eyes are I've, constantly. Yeah, I'm going back yeah. and forth, back and forth, scanning everywhere for a potential dog. And that yeah. doesn't like st- that doesn't change when I cross the border. I'm mm-hmm. more at ease, but I'm still like, you know, yeah. as I'm even on the highway, I'm I'm looking over into the the brush, going, mm, "Is anybody over there? How's it going?" You know, because that's my now that's my instinctual. Mm-hmm. Mexico, you know, because so, the dogs are just running rampant there. Because I do go to Mexico, and I'm actually waiting for my century this year, which is awesome. Cool. It's really hard to get. It change lives. Yeah, it changes so, lives. So, yeah, I bet. And so I want to, obviously, I think everybody's going to have the same answer here, but I, I was there a couple months ago, and uh, 
they some person grabbed the like these dogs out of a bag and he was just <laughs> like, Do you want yes. this one? Like, so obviously to all the viewers here, don't buy those dogs. You're do not. Yeah. You're obviously it's, funding. It's heartbreaking, but yeah. it is. You're perpetuating a major problem. And we have a um, a wing of the animal pad called Tap Act. Okay, that specifically is working with like Mexican government mm-hmm. and um, other forces to kind of okay. like stop this. Yeah, but at the same time, um, it's not a priority in Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. it's just really not. But think um, about it, like these people can hardly feed themselves. One hundred percent. Boxes practically yep. Yep. as homes, and, and this is a fast money. Their kids. They yeah. can they can make two hundred dollars by putting Easily. a puppy in someone's lap in the borderline, and that to them yep. is the easiest money they can make and the most money that they'll make. What Absolutely. other job are they yeah. going to do? Absolutely. That's going to make that. And so I feel for these people as well. Like it's really hard. It's very conflicting. Mm-hmm. Um, but first and foremost, obviously my duty being to the animals, like thinking about we've rescued some of the moms from situations mm-hmm. like that. And those moms sitting in cages mm-hmm. in someone's house just to be bred, to be bred, to be bred Normal. over and over again. Um, you fostered, remember? Um, oh my gosh, they were the, the um, like Australian, we named them after like the Australian Outback. Yes. You had, yes, yes. <laughs> that was a mom who they were on their way. That mom actually was staying home and the puppies were on their way in a box to be transported to the border, mm-hmm. to be sold at the border. Mm-hmm. They were like days old. They yeah. were young puppies yeah. and they were on their way to be sold and we saw it happening and we just intercepted and I don't know why they let us, but I think maybe just to get, you know, get, get them off of yeah. their hands. Yeah. Um, they let us take all of them and the mom. Cause I said, we're not, we're not, not the taking same. the mom. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was incredible. They were covered in fleas. Like there was one that was pure white. I remember that yes. we gave a flea bath to, and the fleas yes. were just like, it looked like a Dalmatian wow. spotted <sighs> really crazy. But yeah, I mean that, that sadly happens yeah. all the time. What I will say out of Mexico, and I don't know if you guys get this as well, but we will have a lot of people who are traveling in Mexico who will see a dog that they connect with and then reach out to us asking if they can cross the dog to us or if we can send someone to get the dog. Mm-hmm. And um, my my response to that now is different than my response used to be. Back when when fosters were a plenty and there were so many more resources, this is like even peak COVID times, like we had people applying to foster like 30 a day. Um, it, it was incredible. We've never seen numbers like that and we will never see them again probably. Um, but now it's things are much different. People are going back to work mm-hmm. or are back at work and have been. And not only are we not having as many fosters, but we're now getting returned dogs, dogs who were adopted two years ago, who the people, you know, didn't socialize them because the world was shut down and now want them to like go to brunch and be normal and expect so much of them when they haven't put any of the work in. And so instead of actually working with them, they are just returning them to us. And we have a policy where we take back any dog that's ever been through our rescue And so we're getting dogs back that now are not just, um, you know, oh, okay, now they're adults. It's going to be harder than adopting a puppy out. It's like, no, these dogs have major behavioral issues because they were never taught anything. So they're like two-year-old puppies who 
really, you know, have stranger danger and major ag- aggression issues mm-hmm. sometimes because they were just not, you know, they're not used to anything. And now it's like they're afraid of the world. Mm-hmm. And this is so hard. So we're, we're having to find fosters for those dogs. And we don't have an, a foster influx anymore. So my response, yeah. long-winded response to people asking if they can just bring it. I could just drop the dog off to you, right? Um, no, you can't yeah. because we have a facility that's always at max capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My house is at max capacity. <laughs> um, and our other fosters, like we don't have the resources yeah. to be able to do that. What I always will be cool with and really, really appreciate and respect is people going, I will, I live in San Diego. I was just here for the weekend. I will foster this dog. I love that. Um, really, that's all I need to mm-hmm. say yes. But even better is I'll help cover the medical and see what's needed of the, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. rare that people are willing to do that, but we do get it sometimes and that's amazing. But yeah, I mean, even just a foster offer mm-hmm. is so great, but my response will be, Hey, can you foster the dog? And then they'll say, no, unfortunately I have an aggressive dog at home or I'm sorry, I can't have any pets. And it's like, well, now I'm just going to be heartbroken over this dog mm-hmm. the whole day. And it's just, it, it becomes unfair. It becomes yeah. unfair oh, because I don't want to have to say no to this dog. And I like pride myself on not saying no, but there's only so much we can do exactly. team wise, manpower wise, money wise, like mm-hmm. all these things. So, um, you know, and then it's like, well, you just don't have a team here in Mexico that can just run and get the dog. It's like, no, no. this is run by a few people. Honestly, yeah. what makes the day to day run is a few people. Absolutely. There are, we have, you know, a large volunteer scope, which we're very grateful and lucky to have. But the day-to-day, it's a few people on the grind always. And we couldn't do what we do without everyone. But when we make those kinds of decisions, it does fall on on a few. So we we really, that's just something I would urge people. Yeah. If you're going to Mexico, interested in, in rescuing a dog, be willing to foster or yeah. find a solution. Some people will say, I will find a foster. Um, and I say, let me know when you did. And and that will be amazing. But like, yeah, I think there's a huge expectation of since we rescue dogs from Mexico, any dog from Mexico can just be transported to us. Yeah. yeah. Impossible. Well, no, they don't it's even impossible. Know there's, there's so many. And that's another misconception is driving. It's like, oh, I'm in the borderline and I see two dogs eating um, on the side of the road. Can you come get them? And I'm yeah. like, that's everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Like, you don't even understand that we're a. We're not going to find those dogs. Those dogs are long gone. Yeah, long gone. But also, like that's everywhere. And if we could take in every single dog we saw that needed a home, we would love that. Yeah. But also, like trying to bring them across the border immediately. There's quarantine time. Right. Right. Distemper, parvo. Like it's yeah. The disease is uh, alone. Right. And we can't. We cannot, in good conscience, just send them to a foster home and be like, "Yep." who knows? You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it really, the process needs to be followed or the people need to be willing to step take in. That uh, yeah. or, or take that risk. Or take that risk on their own yeah. merits. Knowing, yeah. Knowing. Knowing. Yeah. I know a lot of people yeah. that have, and they've saved that dog's yeah. life and we are always willing to help where we can. But like, yeah. yeah, there has to be some give and take. And I think just like the 60 plus um, death row dogs, we get sent to our Instagram page a day. Um, saying like, have a heart, like, please. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, yeah, it's, and it's depressing. Like, like we were talking about with mental health, 
the kind of people that get into this line of work are already people with maybe more compassion mm-hmm. in, for animals than most. Yeah. So seeing being sent this and bombarded mm-hmm. and hit and hit and hit with Horrific. this yeah. all day long, yeah. every day. Yeah. It, honestly, there are some days where I'm like, I can't do this forever. Yeah. I, I cannot. Say this every day. Yeah. yeah because the yeah. emotional intelligence. And then I think about what happens if I don't do it forever. Exactly. And that yeah. makes me sicker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm like, I cannot. I cannot see these you know, messages. And I, I used to run the social media exclusively by myself. And now I have people that team members that have said, I'll help with the DMS will help. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Holy shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The amount of stuff that you see, that's horrible. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's bad. It's really, really it bad. It makes me angry. It does. Yeah. It makes me, makes me well, yes. and, and yeah. how do you guys process? Because that, that'd probably be my, because people do ask me why Ryan do not have any animals because I, I know I'm very, I, you know, I just can't, I, I it, would, it would hurt me so much because I know how I am and I know you guys know how you are as well. But because I just, well, and I'm not in really the place to have animals right now because I know I wouldn't be the best at that. And, the, and that right there is so I smart. Love, I love so, that. You know, people don't think about that. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and again, even, you know, I know somebody right now is probably in the, the line coming back from Mexico going, oh my gosh, I really want to save this dog. But they don't know that they're funneling the person and they're funding the person who's actually doing horrible things. And it's that emotional response that, um, you know, maybe, and again, hopefully to to viewers here or listening, you know, they think this stuff through because a lot of this stuff just needs to be, because I'm also in a business industry where people make emotional decisions Mm -hmm. and we've, and and you see it, but then you got to kind of, you know, I tell all my clients, why don't you sleep on it for a couple nights and we'll, we'll circle back around. And so, you know, with, with what you guys are doing and again, giving the people the awareness because I just, I see it's really tough because I know people that love animals, but they're not the best. And again, who am I to judge? I'm not, I'm not maybe the best, you know, uh, critic because I don't know the, 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 the experiences that they have to go through and the connection and everything. But it is really tough because it's like, okay, well, the water bowl is not fit. I don't know. No, I may, I bet, then I have enough. to critique yeah. and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. No, I have to like, pull myself back too because I'm well, like, okay, I'm not going to get emotionally because I just keep logical. My therapist is Michelle. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> well, I think Poor about girl. all the time. I'm like, thank God I don't have human children because yeah, <laughs> with how weird, like how obsessively... Yeah. I, I treat the dogs. Mm-hmm. She has kids. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And you're amazing. Like, but like, <laughs> Luckily they're know, all like, grown though. They're all, they're I would <laughs> hope if I had human, and I don't anticipate yeah. this, but yeah. I, would, I would hope if I had human children, I would be less neurotic than I yeah. am with the dogs, but I don't see that happening I because <laughs> I don't, I don't, but with the dogs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but what, what you're talking about with the, the puppies at the border, I mean, it's happened to me driving yeah. through before where, you know, a window's been rolled down and they will just literally place oh, yeah, the puppy just, yeah. on your lap oh, yeah. to try to make you have that emotional connection to them. Yeah. And do you, it is so hard oh, yeah. to pass a puppy back knowing that that's probably his last sentence. couple of days. Yeah. yeah. It is so oh. hard. And I mean, that's why a lot of people buy these dogs. Yeah. We've had, so a lot of the time we have these people who buy these dogs, um, whether they intend to keep them or not, yep. or they just think they're saving them. Um, nine times out of 10, these dogs are gonna have parvo or distemper. Mm -hmm. It's just Mm -hmm. a thing. Like once it's in the environment, it's very, very hard to get out. And these people are not properly sanitizing, taking care of the animals. I couldn't imagine. One of those dogs is infected. They're all infected for here on out. And so 
we'll have a lot of people reach out to us saying, I got this dog from the border. I was going to keep the dog. And now the dog is throwing up, having diarrhea. Immediately, I'm like, your puppy has parvo. And so they can't afford then $3,000 plus of treatment. And so they want to relinquish the dog to us. And we always say yes in that situation. And it's so shitty. And again, like- you guys have to it's, be strong because like I'm getting yeah. emotional right now hearing yeah. it because it's all kind of like new, but because you guys have seen so much and you've been exposed so much to, um, this reality that we're living in and that I don't see all the time. Like it's just, it really, um, it, it is empowering. And, um, I really hope that, you know, everything that's being talked about here really gets processed through yeah. everybody's mind because I don't think they think it all through and they no, don't see because they get sure. so just in the moment mm-hmm. and it's something that I don't know I just and I, when you were talking about mental health as well I just think it's so important for everybody to take care of their mental health and make sure that um, they are able to have that balance of being able to um, be surrounded by people that understand yeah, hopefully people by the end of the podcast will feel like $800 for a puppy is a huge deal. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. No, exactly. Not having to then, well, yeah, the process, that, again, <laughs> but the problem is, is because just like any, a lot of industries, they don't see the process. You go to a grocery store, you grab a carrot, you go, why is it $5? Because they didn't <laughs> see the person picking up the carrot and then driving it across the country <laughs> and then doing, you know, dusting it all. Like, you yeah. don't see all these steps. Yeah. So then we just complain because it's easier to do that than anything. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and even more than, even more than, like, even the cost of things and looking at it from that your lives. You guys are literally risking your lives. When, I've seen the stuff you guys do down there, and you guys are literally risking your lives in some capacity, well, which is incredible. It's, it's not only, it's like, obviously every dog that comes in, yeah, you hear about this puppy that you now know has Parvo that somebody bought at the border and yeah, we're going to take that dog in. I'm going to figure it out. We're going to fundraise. We're going to figure it out. We don't have the money for it ever, but we'll make it happen somehow. And through that, then, you know, sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. And when you lose, you're so affected. Like you're not just, we're not just talking money in terms of these, these kinds of situation Every single dog, like the amount of dogs I've cried for that have died in the ER that I haven't ever met. Same. Same. It's like, I just know they exist. And it's like someone, they they deserve to be cried for and I'm going to do it. And like that's, so when, when this kind of thing happens, you're not just affecting the animal. You're not just affecting, you know, a rescue that is already broke. But like you're affecting, again, back to mental health and just like people's ability to just like have a decent day well like, it's it, like it's it just feels oh well, yeah well the, the emotion the, the emotional roller coaster that you guys are constantly on yeah. maybe we can figure out some good therapists that will do day therapy always, we can do I'm pause and therapy we'll we'll we'll, we'll 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 figure something out i'll, I'll come up with a marketing right. plan for it that's but cute <laughs> i think it's really important too to focus in on um what was i trying to go with um when we were talking about mental health just the balance but also um Gosh, I totally blanked out. But it was, <laughs> dude, it was so I, good because it was, actually when you have think a question. Of it, yeah, go ahead. So um, do you also feel like sometimes the vets here are not used to dealing with neonates? Yeah, all the and time. And that, that, like, sometimes we know. Yes. It sounds, <laughs> I know. It sounds I, yes. super arrogant. <laughs> yep. But, like, you know, we know how to sub-cue. We know how to do the things yes. that they do. And they're not a 24-hour place. And the survival 
rate is much higher if they're with us. Right. You know, we're, yeah. we're up every two hours. We're doing, we're really, yep. I mean, yeah. we're in Yeah, there. you're in, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and not only does that save fund-wise a lot of the time, but yeah, I think if you have somebody that can do that, that is always ideal. And like the outpatient care, a lot of the vets will say, you know, uh, they really aren't good enough right now to be doing outpatient care. But really at the end of the day, I kind of, you know, and I mean, I love our vets that we work mm-hmm. with, but I often like kind of get into little, little um, healthy arguments with them about things because I don't claim to know more at all. Um, but we but see I it. believe, I believe in the dog more mm-hmm. than they do. And I will say that till I'm blue in the face. Like Mm -hmm. I believe in the dog that goes in more than the vet does. And that's my, that is my role. I'm supposed to be the advocate for that dog. And so a lot of the times I'm like, just give it another day. Like give them a day to be a miracle Mm -hmm. They're you know, and there's suffering that's beyond and we're not going to be those assholes that keep a dog alive beyond, you Mm -hmm. know, in vegetable state or in something that's, but like, we have seen the amount of dogs we've seen make a miraculous recovery where the vets are like, this dog should be dead. How is this dog alive? And, you know, a lot of the times they just want to make a very quick call to just euthanize a dog. And I want every dog to have an opportunity to just have a chance to be a miracle. That's literally it. And like, give them, give them a day. And if they don't start responding and they're suffering, like, no, we're not going to do that. But like, just to make a really quick judgment call feels wrong to me because we've had so many dogs like time and time again. And it's not all the time, like more times than not, we, we know what we're going into with the dogs we rescue, but time and time again, it's calling me in the morning going, I don't believe this. You know, they're, they're really improving. And I'm like, this is why, like, this is why. So now so many, so many of the ERs we work with just go, I know you're going to do everything, but I'm just yep. going to give you my spiel, <laughs> but I know you're going to do everything. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we are because it's just, they what deserve the do. shot. Yeah. And it's, it's really, it's so you know. funny because we, Michelle and I have gone through this often, I think. Yeah. With mama dogs who have either, um, canine herpes syndrome. Yes. Um, and usually it wipes out an entire litter. Right. Um, but we try really, really hard. And then when one survives, like it's like the miracle mm-hmm. time. Yes. We really try oh yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to go back to the human mental health, but the, the dog's mental health. I think I, I love that you touched up on um, having the dog. You know, people returning the dog because you guys have that policy in place where you're allowed to return the dog back, but. For, for all the listeners, try to really think, and this is why the process, this is why it's funny because I've heard people complain, oh, this, this organization, you know, they're so strict and this and that. But because of things like this, what they're seeing on their side mm-hmm. is if you return them two years later and now they are mentally, just like if you were a child and you were taken out of your home at two years old or three or whatever age that would affect your mental health as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, to, I, I think it's really important to, you know, I'm, I'm glad you guys take it very seriously, the process of screening. I know my mom is like, gosh, she's like a, 
You'd have to get a she's Harvard a zero return yeah, rate oh, yeah, out of no, like yeah. no, thirty plus yeah. puppies, well, and she's she, proud. May yeah. I steal her, please? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you want. You can't. She, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's tough. It, my mom's, you know, looking for those Harvard University grads. So you know, it's, she she is. <laughs> it's so that. funny because she'll call me. She will call me when she sees an application and already have like a prejudgment nope. on like yeah. mm, I don't know. Oh yeah, no. Know. She literally. She here. said she's getting the puppy for her son, so yeah, I don't no, know. And I'm like, happening. yeah, exactly. And I'm always like, okay, yeah, that's something that people say when they like aren't really educated on, uh, you know, just just feel them, just meet with them, you know. Yeah. And obviously, if she doesn't approve, then she gets to say that, and we're not going to give, uh, you know, we're not going to pry her fingers off of this puppy. But it's funny because almost all the time she's like. I love him. Okay, yeah. I met him and I love him. And yeah, I'm like, no. yeah, okay, and she'll so do all the your steps. worry yeah. was for nothing. Oh, yeah, no, totally. And then she'll have him over, and then yep. she'll go over to their place yep. somehow. Oh, she'll, it. like, make it happen, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, she's the one her. that makes it and happen. And she's got always. him on speed dial, and yeah. then, she's, then, then they're going to lunch. And, <laughs> yeah, and then she's kind of like, oh, if you need him to stay at my house just to make sure they're doing okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, I swear, yeah. she, like, is, like, the grandmother, she's, like, making sure that She had a litter of 16. She had a litter of 16, and they kept one of the dogs. Yeah, we kept one. We love our dogs. Yes, and then... But she watches. She's like the yeah. dog sitter for yeah. every dog that goes for when they go out of town. Yeah. So it's like a revolving door of yeah. like all of I LB, their their dogs. Oh, yeah. LB. oh yeah. All LB's siblings are like, yeah. we have this yeah, week, yeah. you know, it's really funny. And That's then so something funny. I will say about Deb that I want to give her a shout out. And I hope Ron doesn't hear this. It's funny. Um, <laughs> I don't think he has a podcast. Husband. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think I don't think he listens. Um, Ron's her husband and um she has her daughter living like down below in mm -hmm. like a separate kind of area. And the amount of dogs we have had down in like Kara's place yeah. that he does not know about. It's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. It is so funny. I love it. And then it becomes kind of a game and fun to me. And Deb will come in and be like, oh my God, Ron still doesn't know that so-and-so's yeah. in the guest room or in, the, in that room and so-and-so's here. And it's like, it's just funny. It's really like hysterical. how clueless are men, A. Eh? Yeah. Um, but also just like, it's, it's just, it's just funny. And she just wants to help help and she doesn't want to be you know she doesn't want to be a it to be a thing like i'm just gonna help these dogs but it doesn't need to be a thing where like i'm gonna get you know no but it affects, in an argument it affects relationships for sure right. it affects right. mine my well, marriage well, yeah yeah well but, and, but that goes to show like he didn't even know the dogs were in the house but he would have been upset if he did know but he didn't <laughs> even know so how are you affected None. Yeah, yeah. so you know and and the other thing is talking about so uh, how do you guys find balance Within your lives, or how? We don't. How, okay, you yeah, don't. We so don't. you just accept You're the most balanced. The, I feel like you are the most balanced. Yeah, I feel like you are pretty balanced. <laughs> You're so balanced. She's so quiet over there. I, well, she's so quietly. She's balanced. Like, I don't even understand what stress you guys are. Right, there is no balance. Yeah, there, there is, is no, no balance. balance. No. There is, it, it, no, it, and sometimes it's better. It's better to run at things and um, yeah. ask for forgiveness later. I but. think I think that is partially why we are all single. I, I think true. it is, I, you know, I think there is, I don't think there is balance. No, I mean, no, no. I think. Well, I think it's tough I, when you get involved to the level or especially to the level of which you all have now experienced such a need for help because it's really a cry to help. And again, um, for women, I always give them the benefit of the doubt when they date uh, men of lower quality because I, I believe there's a mother nature with women. <laughs> lower and, quality? Oh, yeah. Well, no, because it's just, I believe there's a mother, there's a nurturing 
um, g- genetic or, or inheritance mm-hmm. through through women on that. So yeah, but who, who dates? That would be balance. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah so well, true. well, unless you find somebody well, the that's dogs just in my as house. passionate. <laughs> I, well, so all passion aside, I think yeah. I'm just fucked on both sides. <laughs> all passion aside, like. Someone accepting nine dogs, okay. Like yeah. there might be somebody, well, like yeah. whatever. Do but they sleep in your bed? Yes, some of them, some of them, some of them, some of them no, but some of them yes. But the dogs that I have at my house are not going to be accepting of someone either. So it's going to have to be someone who's accepting of nine dogs and like might be might be okay with being bitten. Okay. Um, and that's not going to. That's hard. That's We're not like a real We're thing. Any waivers yeah, for yeah, all yeah. your dates? Yeah. Yes. Oh, it, honestly, if I did ever go on. A single date. (laughs) No, if I went on more than one date with someone, I would have to like... It would have to be a staged thing where it's like one by one. Yeah, you meets meet the dog. These dogs yeah, one by because one. they're a pack and they will fuck you up. Yeah, they are not. My dogs are the they same. are not kidding around yeah. and they are protecting me. Oh, I God. have never slept safer or sounder yeah. in my house with these dogs that I have. And they think that like yeah, if you all, come yeah. into the yard, it's on. Yeah. Um, people that they've met a handful of times still, it's like just it. it they will, they charge it's chaos. Yeah. It's it is chaos. chaos. No one comes over and visits me anymore. Aww. Ever. It's okay. <laughs> I rather does, they not. Yeah. It, yeah. Like I, yeah. So Michelle, I don't, sorry to uh, pivot this target question to you, but I, because I know the San Diego Humane Society is more involved with governmental things. Mm-hmm. If somebody comes on your property, like if somebody were to go on Lauren's property mm-hmm. and the dogs attack that individual would the dogs, because this is where I want to get politics and animals because I would want to make sure those dogs' rights are protected. I don't know if you know even that answer, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, I would want to, like, these are things that I look at because I would love to see what the laws are right currently with this, and maybe we could have another podcast with attorneys and figure out, you know, how to push. The, I don't know. I just, because, I don't know. I, I guess it's because my sister has a pit bull, mm-hmm. and seeing how much discrimination has been going yeah. on with pit bulls, has always kind of drove me nuts, you know, so I don't know if I have more of a passion to, you know, for, you know, rules and regulations and policies to protect dogs. But do you know if you've heard stories from the San Diego Humane Society that, you know, how that process is kind of, you know, if somebody does come onto your property and attacks an individual or, or another dog or I don't know. If it's a dog I'm fostering, okay. I, I, that's my responsibility to okay. be very careful with those dogs and mm-hmm. make sure that those dogs aren't put in that position. Okay. So that's my responsibility. If, For sure. If it's a dog that I own mm-hmm. and somebody comes onto my property, yeah. uh, if they don't have my permission, I, I don't know. What yeah, sorry. Was. And I know that. And yeah. obviously I'm not, you know, none of us are, tur- you know, attorneys yeah. at law here. But yeah, I just thought. I don't know anything about. I just wanted to make, I just, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to figure out ways yeah, I would think if it's if it's any of us who have foster for okay. you know that's my that's on me. It's okay, my gotcha. responsibility. I'm taking care of those dogs. Yeah, so it's my responsibility to keep them safe, to keep people who are for walking sure. into my house safe. Hundred percent. Um, I have a room in my house yeah. that is set up for a foster room yeah. where the dogs that's stay. That's what I, oh, I love need. That. <laughs> I need that just so, like, when someone comes over, yeah. I just think, okay, everybody, in your places. Yeah, you know, you that's what I need because right now I'm in a one-bedroom yeah. where there's nowhere for them to go mm-hmm. and there's nowhere for a person to go yeah. either but not. Yeah, like, it's it's just not a good setup. So yeah. I need to I need. What to about a giant crate, like, in a corner? 
you could I just, just my house is so small. It's so small. I have crates set up, so like I already have five crates set up in this house, all in like different areas <laughs> scattered to where it fits. Yeah. I had two I had two dogs when I moved in here. I was good. Two dogs in this place, beautiful. Things snowballed quickly. Yeah, yeah it happens. It ha- it, no yeah. judgment. Yeah, it no, for sure. And but it's yeah. like I yeah, I just need a bigger place and I think that will make my anxieties and my stress less. But like that's so much of a, a statement where it's like when this happens, then mm-hmm. I will be this. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, that never works out yeah. the way it should. But like, yeah, I'm like, when I have more space, I will be less stressed. But not really so, because I will find other ways to stress myself So out. basically, Lauren and Babesh and I all need to just move yeah, in together. Yeah, a compound. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah yes. you'll just have a ginormous compa- compound. That's hilarious. Michelle and I have been talking about yeah. this for ages. Oh, my God. Oh, there we go. She sent me a picture of, what was it, a pony? <laughs> yesterday. Which <laughs> our dream. Yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God. Which, so, yeah, it's so funny. I have three friends from the rescue who were all looking to buy houses and we were all kind of kidding around and I'm in no position to buy a house right Mm -hmm. now, but um, they were all kidding around about, we should buy a house that has like multiple properties and have it be a compound and then we can have, you know, somebody will always be there and available to Mm -hmm. watch the dogs to whatever, um, we can kind of rotate what we need to do, and it just sounds amazing. And that's what but like I would any love to do. animals in need. Like there's yeah. so many different yeah. animals. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, hey, <laughs> no, I, yeah. Neither, neither am I. Actually, <laughs> I, no, I'm 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 <laughs> looking to buy a house that's actually pretty close to her. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's, that's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. And then kind of just jump into. Sorry, if we've been jumping around a lot. Even though I think there's so many topics for people to know, people to hear, mm-hmm. especially because. I'm getting knowledge from this podcast again. Um, I think so many other people will because a lot of people just don't know what to do. Whether okay, so and obviously to go back to who should we call if we do see a stray dog or like because obviously we are setting up not something for failure, but if you know if let's say I find a dog today, it's not microchipped because I've taken I've called I think I've taken yeah I talked I've taken a dog down before and I've. Uh, you know, to the uh, San Diego Humane Society bees there and to the animal pad one time. And you guys were able to track the chipping. So yeah. if so, where what would be the best advice for somebody that is just saw a dog on the side of the road? Um, you know, obviously it's, you know, not microchipped. So where where would obviously the best answer is probably hold on to them and kind of maybe see if you can like keep them or, or, or obviously where should we go with it? I think maybe we would have different answers. My answer would be um, because if you hold on to it, I mean, you could try next door in that avenue if it's in the neighborhood, but they may not see it. Mm -hmm. So my answer would be take it into the Humane Society because then people could see it on the website. And there is that hold. They're not going to put it up for adoption. They're not going to put the dog down. They're not going to. Okay. So they won't put the dog down. No. It's only if there's a violent. Am I correct or am I incorrect no, on that? Gonna, there's a stray hold. There's a stray yeah. hold. Yeah. Got it. Okay. There's a seven-day stray hold when a dog comes in for an owner to come in and claim it. Okay. And what, what happens if not? What, what happens on that eighth day? Do you, then it can go up for adoption. Yeah. Okay. For adoption. Okay. Yes. So it's not – sorry. I don't know why. I thought it was, you know, they were – San Diego Humane Society is a no-kill shelter. Okay. Perfect. See – a lot of people probably don't know that. Yeah. So what I will say, we have people who try to drop dogs off to us all the time because we look like a shelter even though we're not. We're not authorized to take in dogs that are strays gotcha. that people find. Um, the reason being because no one is coming to us to look for their dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so when people bring them to us, I will always scan for a microchip. If they have a chip, I will 
look it up, call the chip company, get that owner on the phone and then say, hey, your dog's with us here. Come pick up. Um, if that's not the case, there's no chip, then uh, we will send the finder to the Humane Society or whichever shelter is associated. So it's not always San Diego Humane. Um, if you find in our area, then it's the Bonita shelter that is where they go. Um, what I will say is we almost always obviously connect the dog that is going to be dropped off to us. Um, so we tell that finder to put a finder's hold. And through that, that means if an owner doesn't come and claim the dog, then they are called like, hey, first dibs, do you want to adopt this dog? If they say no, then the dog will go up for adoption at the shelter. But if they say yes, then they can come get the dog. We are in communication with that person most of the time. And then that dog will come into our care instead of having to go through the shelter system, Mm -hmm. which can be easier on the dog and can also be easier on the shelter. Most of the shelters are like, yeah, please, if you if you guys want to pull this dog, like, let's go because they're obviously overrun and overwhelmed as well. So but that is something that is a total misconception. People don't want to go to the shelter because they're worried about the dog and the well-being. But if you hold on to the dog, the owner does not know yeah. where you are with, with exactly their dog. with their dog. So and- the Humane Society or a shelter, they the Humane Society actually has a lost and found team okay, that is actually taking pictures of the dogs and updating like every hour oh, and sweet. looking on next door, looking yeah. on Craigslist, like oh, cool. trying to reunite. That's like gotcha. what this team does. Yeah, trying to reunite owners. Um, so we always are proponents of going there with the dogs because. Many people are reunited with their dogs because they go on the Humane Society's website and see a picture of their dog and go, okay, I know where my dog is. Um, so when people write, oh, you know, I didn't want to go to the shelter because I'm worried. It's like, well, you you really should. Yeah. That is the best place for okay. the dog. Um, if you're worried about the dog, put a finder's hold on and then you can take the dog and yeah. you could either adopt the dog or you could independently find a home for the dog too. But Is there any shelters that you guys are aware of that are a, you know, that will you know a kill shelter yeah mm-hmm. I, I it's outlawed in san diego okay good yeah. la yeah. perfect a big- so but what that there's still like such a gray area with yeah, no kill oh, like bet. air quote because that means they're it's no kill for adoptable dogs essentially so if they have a behavior issue or if they have a medical issue they can still be euthanized um so we end up pulling a lot of dogs from the humane society that have medical issues that um the humane society actually reaches out to us for dogs that like need mris and things like that um that they otherwise won't adopt out to people because they the dog they need to make sure that the dog's going to get the care they need so so if yeah uh, if i see a dog god forbid get hit by a car i pick it up do I go straight to the veterinarian? Like, I, I personally do that. I do that go too. straight to the veterinarian. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. and then and, and then if just I find a dog. I usually take them home, scan them myself. Okay, gotcha. Um, because you have that and technology. Exactly. Gotcha. So right. social media, right, is great. If you take yeah, and like dog, giving it giving it a day yeah. at your house to try like some and we, usually it's a lot of people hours and they're found. Well, and a lot of people find dogs and it ends up being their next door neighbor's dog and they yeah, don't exactly. even know. And then they went to the shelter yeah, exactly. just for no reason. Yeah. So holding on to the dog, posting on next door, yeah. all that stuff, that totally makes sense. Um, but you just can't hold on to them too long no. yeah. or else people are going to have already yeah. gone to the shelter and they're not going to know to follow Absolutely. up and all the things. But um, we actually, um, the other day, I mean, this was now, this was three weeks ago at this point, but I guess that feels like the other day. Um, Days probably flying. (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) we were driving. um, We had just gotten home from Mexico. It was like 11 at night. We were so excited to be going home and we were going to our facility really quick. So my other volunteer that was with me, 
could just pick up her car. And I literally had looked at her and I said, I'm so excited to be going home. And then I look in the road and there's a cat in the middle of the road. Like clearly I've been hit because why is mm-hmm. a cat just sitting in the middle of the road? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was honestly hallucinating for a second, but we pulled over. The cat had been hit. And so we went to the ER that we typically work with. And this was the first time I had experienced like this kind of situation. And they told me that they would end up calling the Humane Society. They would call the Humane Society to see what kind of care could be given, like what they would authorize basically. But we just said, what the hell, we'll take the cat. And so we ended up. And obviously I'm not having the cat like, you know, but obviously for humans, my understanding is you can't turn away humans if they go to any healthcare system or at least in San Diego or California, I don't think you can turn away people. If you go to the veterinarian, so if I were to, so what happened? Did you, just for people's knowledge, did did you have to pay or did they try to get you connected? Like, how does that work? So we did have to pay because okay. we decided to take the dog in. Okay, gotcha. Uh, or sorry, the cat the in. Cat but in. Um, no, like if the Humane Society, if I was just a good Samaritan yeah. who was doing that, yeah. I could have dropped off there yeah. and they would have, they, the ER would say, okay, we're calling the Humane Society. And then you just say, okay. Okay, so I'm (laughs) guessing then they just, you know, keep the cat there. They get them on pain meds and stuff like that, but they won't do any kind of treatment until the Humane Society comes and picks up. And then the Humane Society will treat, but depending on the severity of injuries and stuff, it's like, it's it's dependent. But something I I would like to say, because you're asking a lot about the, like, who to call thing, we give, we get a lot of people who ask about, um, like potential hoarding situations or potential like um, animal cruelty cases. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. hey, I'm not sure, but my neighbor's dog is, you know, always screaming and um, it feels like, you know, we hear screaming happening over there and it just feels like a really bad situation. Like, what should we do? And we give out the Humane Law Enforcement's number all the time. Mm-hmm. And Humane Law Enforcement is badass and mm-hmm. so cool. They show up. And fast. they yeah. show up quick. Yeah. And so Humane Law Enforcement is like law enforcement for people, but yeah. for animals. Mm-hmm. And they will go and take a report and check things out. And we've had a lot of situations that people have been able to help through Humane Law Enforcement. Yeah. People want us to go do it. And I'm like, listen, I'm trying to stay alive for the dogs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> it's like, I, yeah, I mean, well, we'll do some, we'll do some some crazy shit but like yeah well, we and those are the guys but, for it and all, wait can we get back up yeah. for a second Lauren, what happened to the cat oh the cat's good so yeah. we have the cat she um oh yeah back to the cat <laughs> yeah. um so i thought she was paralyzed she was like totally dragging her body um turns out she was hospitalized for one night and they did x-rays they said it's broken but we don't know if surgery is going to be needed come back in four days so we picked her up she stayed at our facility for four days she had to be on crate rest um, she's like a spicy little cat, like all the dogs. She was like so interested in the dogs. Um, and then four days later, she goes in for x-rays and they're like, it's healing. So she was crate rested for, she needed three to four weeks of crate rest. So she should probably just be done Beautiful. with crate rest, but she's good. She's in a foster home. Yeah. Her, her name's Ziggy. She's super cute. Um, yeah. She's in a foster home, but she's no. like, so she's she one of those cats where it's like, of course you survived. Like you, you would, <laughs> whatever, you know, nine lives. yeah, she exactly. Gonna go for adoption? Oh yeah. She's going to be adoptable. So she's, I think she's adoptable like nice. any day now. Yeah, Don't she's, even think about she's, it. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm not>. Pass <laughs> it on, pass it on. She's really, she's really cute. Yeah. Lately we've started taking in cats. Um, yeah. That's we, awesome. and it's not something we can like, you know, start taking in every cat and cats are a whole nother beast. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, um, have you heard but, that the humane society is actually overloaded with cat litter boxes no hundreds and hundreds and they they don't have enough space to get in food 
So they're waiting for people to come pick up these cat litter boxes that are beautiful. Oh, um, I should so, send all of our yes. cat adopters. Yeah. To get, yeah, I could get some for Please do. That would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, see, this is the knowledge of people we don't, didn't exactly. know. Yeah. You know? And we don't know cats. Like, it's so funny. We have like three team members that love cats, but like don't know vaccine schedules, anything like that, yeah. who have like taken this on. Like, yes, we will learn this. We just had a pregnant cat mom give birth to six kittens oh. last night, literally last night. So it's a whole nother beast. Oh. One that I'm like. You guys, I know my limits. Like, I, I love these cats. Yeah. I will support whatever needs to happen, but I cannot be in charge of managing anything with these cats. And we have team members that are like, <laughs> that, yeah, cool. And yeah. so, yeah, it's been it's been really sweet. But, like, mark my words, hear it here first. The animal pad is not a cat rescue, yeah. but yeah. we'll take in the occasional cat. But cats are interesting because yeah. so many of them live on the streets just, yeah, making it happen. you know, much better than dogs. Dogs on the streets are oh, pathetic. And, you know... I mean, Michelle has pigs. Yeah, pigs. I know. <laughs> yeah, this is this is Michelle. That. I mean, and chickens. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, she's the Humane Society is cool <laughs> because of how different they are in terms of all the different yeah. animals too. They mm -hmm. don't specialize in anything. Yeah. Um, I've seen like I feel like I've seen like lizards at the Humane, yeah, like iguana really. at the human or um bearded dragon at the Humane yeah, Society, yeah, and then they, they have do. a lot of like guinea pigs and yeah. bunnies Turtles. and turtles. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Just, I love it. Yeah. I have a I have a foster piglet right now. Oh, how cute! That's I I want. You should bring him, bring him, him or her into her. the studio. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Her name's Porky. Porcupine. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. She's beautiful. Is she pink? What color is she? She's uh she's pink skin, but she has some white fur and some black dots. That is adorable. That's so cute. So cute. And so then cute. just to kind of finish up my last questions, um, real quick. What, so because of today's economic times, um, I know some people that are complaining about the cost of food, the animal, you know, dog food, cat food. What, where is there a place where they can get, you know, like, is there a website for, for all? I'm Humane guessing there's society. a website. Okay, so that's yeah. all. So, okay, so go to the Humane, so San Diego Humane Society. Good resources. Good for, resources for all these things. Yeah, and for rehoming, actually, I mean, not like we're advocates of rehoming your pet, but like people yeah. are doing it. So for rehoming your pets, um, when people try to come to us to rehome a pet that's not a former yeah. animal pad dog, mm -hmm. we actually send them the resource page that's from the Humane Society okay. because it will show you where you can post your dog independently to rehome your dog mm -hmm. without going through a rescue. Okay. Home to home. Um, yeah, exactly. That's home great. to home is always going to be better for your animal and also better for the rescue because, again, we don't have all the resources in the world that many people think we do to be yeah. able to take in everyone's dog. But um, a lot of people I send that to... You guys to, just handle it so good that everybody thinks you guys have an army of people. A lot of people I send that <laughs> to staff. are awesome and are like, thank you. Like, I just didn't even know this existed. Mm -hmm. And then some are like, mm, I'm just going to drop them off at the shelter. And it's like, okay, then you don't care. That's yeah. That right there yeah. just kind of yeah. shows, Absolutely. you know. But the Humane Society also takes care of all the homeless pets. Meaning yeah. Yes. The homeless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Helps with food. It's yeah. awesome. And, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there has to be, you know, some balance with all that because I'm, I'm guessing, you know, it's really hard times for a lot of people, mm -hmm. um, especially young people because, you know, the, the times of where we're at um, with, you know, home buying, all these different things. And, you know, again, I just, I want to make sure that people know you can get, can you, is there like a program or is there like, is it completely free to get cat food and dog food for people that cannot afford it? Or is there some type of program? There is a program. There? Okay, yeah, perfect. There is yeah. a program. If you contact the San Diego Humane Society, okay. there is a program. That's awesome. Yeah. And then can I do um, a shameless plug that um, in 
March, um, Miss Babesh is going to start making homemade dog food. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's great. I'm going to and try. Yeah. The last two times I tried, my dogs wouldn't touch it. So there's obviously <laughs> oh something my gosh. going wrong. <laughs> Maybe so your dogs are just, you know, no, no, picky. They're not picky. They're oh. not picky. We're going to do a, at a brick, and, brick and Barn in Valley Center, we're going to have a dog food. <laughs> oh my God, cool. So she's going to do her own homemade dog food, dog treats. I love that. Yeah, and that's that going to be awesome. That will be yeah. great. And if you need any marketing for it, let us <laughs> know. We'll, we'll help out with whatever we can here at this, you know, media awesome. company. Michelle's going to help me cook. So oh, that'll I be am. great. I am. There we go. And yeah. do you guys, just for I think my last question, do you guys have any pet peeves that you think are completely, in, you know, inaccurate to what most people think with regards to, you know, Adoption, the pro, just anything that you think we didn't cover. Obviously, we were yes. On well, hypo, hyper, oh yeah, yeah, One hypoallergenic dog, yeah. dogs. So, um, that was something we talked about all earlier. The time they mm-hmm. ask, um, mm-hmm. I want a hyperallergenic dog. Um, I want a fluffy dog. Yeah. I want it to be little. I don't want it to bark too much. I want it to cuddle a little. Yeah, or a lot. Yeah, they're, they're almost right. making like a match. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to get the ideal dog. It sounds and, like, and right. there is no such thing. Yeah, not when they when they come from a shelter <laughs> system or Mexico. No, and the dog is what you put into the yeah, dog. 100%. So, like, I mean. I, I don't know if I've just always been the type of person that would like every time I fall in love with a dog, I just see the dog yeah. and I feel it. Yeah. And I just like, I know you're going to be what I want because I'm going to put the work in and mm-hmm. I'm going to do what it takes. What it, it takes. takes. Yeah. Exactly. People, people need and to have the every, there's there. never been a time I've fallen in love with a dog that I've been like, mm, you're not it. Like, no, because no. they are what you put into them yeah. and you put love in, they put it, they give it back to you. More, yeah. yeah, and I mean, the thing about hypoallergenic that really irritates me is that people with allergies still hypoallergenic is not really even a thing if we're getting like actually technical. Um, <laughs> hypoallergenic, it's like you can be hypoallergenic esque, yeah. but it's not like There's no such thing. No, and especially with a dog from Mexico, we cannot guarantee that this dog, any dog that we think has poodle in it, we're like, sure, there's probably poodle in here, but we will be super transparent and say, we cannot guarantee anything. Why don't you foster the dog? And why don't you see if your allergies flare up? And half the time, even with, I mean, we we just rescued all these doodles. Those are like as hypoallergenic, I guess, as as you can get. Like we, we actually know that they are mixed with poodle. Um, but even some people even are allergic to those dogs. Oh yeah. So well, it's like, you cannot just saliva. say, yeah. 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 And allergic to the yeah, go to your doctor and figure and honestly, out what there's you things are you can and do <laughs> exactly. and get a dog. A lot of our volunteers are allergic to dogs and yeah. take a daily allergy pill and are, say, yeah, it's not super comfortable for me, but it's worth it to have the love of a dog. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I mean, so that's a pet peeve of mine. For oh yeah, sure. no, mine I, I love it. No. And I think that's, you know. Again, I, I think it's really great to have you guys all on to talk about these things because I just think there's, like I said, I think there's not enough exposure. I know you guys are all working really hard to continue to keep this on the, the precipice of, you know, what you know people need to know. And there's obviously really good stories and there's really bad stories. And that's, you know, part of life. You know, there's pros and cons to everything you do. And uh, at least getting... The word out there getting you know we're, we're starting to do events with the animal pad we've been able to have some uh incredible yeah, those have um, been very fun yeah those are very fun. fun yeah we're having one on february 5th i'll, I'll 
going yeah, in there February it. 15th from 5.30 to 7.30 at Coco Maya again. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I know. I'm excited. Yeah, so I loved fun. it there. And, Me too. And big shout out to Grind and Prosper for allowing us to use their space and the rooftop. Who was and, the DJ? Yeah. The oh, that's my, that's my artist. Oh, my that's, he's Yeah, he's, he's so good. And it's always such a good... And I think what's really amazing about our events is you could tell there's um, a, a group people that just love people they love animals they love mm-hmm. life there's 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 this you know synergy that goes on that um is just all you know how can we work together um and and one of the things i am gonna let you know i'm gonna try to do is pause in politics <laughs> and it's gonna be really cool because it's all gonna be purpose driven to whatever side of the aisle you are we're here for the dogs and we're here to Make it so we can have hopefully change some legislation that. that's some legislation for that animal. Helps. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. because that's that's that. what it should. Again, you know, we got it. You know, just like homelessness. Mm-hmm. I don't care what side of the fence you are. At the end of the day, we need to address it. We need to. Yeah, then it out. end of the day, we don't want we, we don't there want to be home, an yeah. issue. We, want, we, we, need, yeah. we need less, you know, butting heads and more. We need to work together to make mm-hmm. this happen and go across those aisles. So, I you know, I, and yeah, I think it would cool. be great to do the, 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 you know, animals and the loving pets because at the end of the day, you know, like my business partner said in his last video, we didn't post it, but he goes, if you don't like animals, we don't want you there. <laughs> <laughs> that's my motto. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's my motto for everything in life. <laughs> yeah. so, that's why I'm single. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I really appreciate everything that you guys do. What, um, can you guys let me know what your guys' Instagram is? What's the best way to get a hold of you guys or follow you guys uh, for the people that are listening just so they can tap into all you guys and, you know. Uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Okay. And that's for Scratch, Scratch My, my Belly. Belly. Org. Perfect. Okay. Michelle? I am at Michelle Cohn. Okay. And San Diego, San Diego Humane Society. Perfect. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Um, We are at the Animal Pad on Across the, yeah, yeah. across the platform. The platform's perfect. And then the animalpad.org. All right. Guys, please donate, volunteer, get involved. Thank it, you so much. Yeah, yeah. this is very yeah. fun. Thank yeah, no. Well, well, I appreciate you guys. Again, I, I, I'm astonished. I'm amazed. I don't know how you do it. Again, just as much as the stories from the miracle dogs <laughs> and, and pets that are out there, uh, the, the, the stuff that you guys are able to do is just beyond me. I know I don't. I, it, you're giving it, them it, a voice yeah you yeah, are that's, that, you that's are. what this that is all really part helps. of so you Thank know you i so appreciate much. you guys coming in and again putting all the love effort and passion into it so again i don't think without those three that it'd be physically humanly possible to do what you guys do so thank you thank thank, thank you, you. Thank you.